One might say that the theme of the Scriptures tonight is fear and being afraid. We've all experienced fear in our lives. Let's ponder just for a few minutes. What's that like? What's it like to be afraid, to have fear or to live with fear in your life? Sometimes you want to run away from it. People do. Literally as well as emotionally on the inside. Sometimes people freeze in the moment of fear. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. So you just freeze. Sometimes people become angry because they are afraid or angry at the situation that makes them fearful. Sometimes people really start to become hopeless when there's fear because fear will breed worry and worry means that you cycle things over and over and over and over again and you don't necessarily see a solution to things or if you do it's bad oh yeah and then fear also can produce a fatalism a sense that everything is not going to work out nothing's good and I'm in the midst of it and I don't find a resolution to that fear is very potent and can do a real good number on an individual or inside of an individual in the mind or in the heart so Jesus is speaking in the gospel today about a real human emotion that comes up and maybe sometimes for very good reason but you notice what he said in the first line that Deacon Ken read he said fear not and then he's talking to his disciples about not being afraid because he's sending them forth into the world to proclaim the gospel and he knew that there was going to be opposition to them when he was sending them forth and he says fear not and I'm going yeah right come on people are not going to be nice to them if you will they're going to oppose them Jeremiah in the first reading embodies that when he says there's terror terror on every side people were so against him they were so mad at him that they were plotting to do him harm and that included some of his friends who had turned on him he was doing the same thing that the disciples were being asked to do to go out and proclaim the Word of God but then Jesus coming back to the gospel he says fear not he said he mentioned fear or not being afraid four times in the scripture gospel tonight which I think is pretty significant because so fear is so powerful in our lives but he says do not be afraid fear not well why why well he says that I'm, I'm, I'm here I'm here with you oh yeah right right have you ever been in that middle of situations where you're afraid where you're upset about something and it's it, pretty serious or at least it's serious in your mind and and who seems to be the farthest away from you at that particular point in time but God where are you would you just get rid of all this stuff that I'm experiencing no it doesn't quite happen that way but he says fear not do not be afraid okay so, so how does this work out how does this work out well in, in, in the gospel, it, it's not plainly obvious here, but he's talking about whispering and secrets and, and, and darkness and all that. Let that summarize for us 
that God is present to us in our hearts, okay? And that he speaks to us in our hearts. And that sometimes we're, we're not very open to that, but he's there, he's very close to us. And, and, and a way to understand that is, is another gospel reading. Remember when the disciples were on the Sea of Galilee and a big storm whipped up? And Jesus was, was in one gospel reading, Jesus wasn't with them, and they were rocking back and forth in the boat. They were being threatened, their lives were being threatened by the weather. And they were rowing and trying to get to the shore, and all that was happening is they were getting tired and terrified and wet because of all the rain and, and, and the wind that was blowing the water. And they were in no shape whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, somebody's walking on the water. And they think it's a ghost. It's Jesus, but they think it's a ghost. And so they become afraid of that until he gets to the boat and says, Hi, it's me. I'm here in the midst of this wind and rain and, and the terrifying things that are happening to you. And oh, by the way, I'm walking on the water right now. And you know what? That wind, pff, you don't have to worry about it because I'm here with you. So then he climbs in the boat and he says, wind, you're done. Water, you're done. The Lord of the universe, you know, the God, almighty God who created everything, including you, who's eternal, that God, he said, you're done in terms of the elements, and they were done. He climbed into the boat with his disciples. And yeah, he chided them a little bit, where is your faith, guys? But he worked, and he was there. I want you to see that boat as your heart. And I want you to see the wind and the waves and everything that's roiling around that causes you fear. I want you to see that. And I also want you to see, because it happened in the gospel, I want you to see Jesus walking on the water in the midst of the waves and going, you don't, you're not going to overcome me. And I want you to see Jesus getting into the boat with you in the midst of all of that stuff that's spinning around. It's real. It's real stuff. In the midst of all that stuff that's spinning around, that's causing you to fear, that's causing you to worry, that's causing you to be terrified, whatever it is, or it has been in the past. And there he is. He's in the boat with you. He's in your heart. He's in the center. He's in the middle. He's in the core of you. Sometimes we don't recognize it because we think he's a ghost. We're so terrified. But he is there. Sometimes he whispers gospel. Sometimes he whispers in your heart. Sometimes it's a little hard to hear him at first. Sometimes it's not clear darkness. Sometimes it's not clear precisely at first that he's there. But he's always there. He's always there. And what happens is all this stuff that's happening around us and in us, that's what blocks us from seeing Jesus. He knows that. He already knows that. But we've got an opportunity like today to be reminded that he's always here. And he says, okay, because I'm here, I am the Lord and God of the universe. Because I'm here, then fear not. Fear not. The only thing that you have to be afraid of is if somebody can destroy your soul. 
And by my cipher, it's only God, and he's not going to destroy your soul. There are other things that can take your soul away from God, but God will never destroy your soul. And he says, then you don't have to be afraid. I'm here. Still, it's a pretty tall order. And I have to, I have to look at people who are inspirational to see how that works. What I just said to you, to see how that works. So I go to my hero, St. John Paul II, and recall that in Poland, when the Nazis came in, he was a young man by that time, youth to young man, and the whole country, including him, was oppressed by the Nazis. He was struck by a German truck one time walking back from a quarry that he had to work in. It's kind of this indentured forced labor type thing. Serious kind of thing. And when he heard the call to priesthood and answer the priesthood, he had to be in an underground seminary because if the Nazis found out, they would kill him. They would have killed him and all the other seminarians. He was ordained after the liberation. But then who moved in? But the communists who don't like families, who don't like religion, they don't like faith, and they don't like really the human person because they denigrate the human person as a means to an end, a cog in the wheel. And so there he was, acting as a priest, as a professor, and ultimately a bishop, doing the dance with the communist folks, and they weren't always nice either. And he, he made it through that, not just slog through it, but he made it through that. Why? Because through all these experiences that he had, he discovered God in his heart. He discovered what I was sharing with you in terms of the boat and the, the gospel tonight. And knowing that God was in his heart, he wasn't afraid. He wasn't afraid to live the life as a Christian, as a Catholic, as a priest, as a bishop. He wasn't afraid to proclaim the gospel, to evangelize, even when it was inconvenient or threatening to him. He wasn't afraid. And when he became Pope, do you know, I can't tell you how many times he said, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, imitating the words of Christ. But he lived through it, brothers and sisters. He lived through it. And the grace that he received as he lived through that was that he knew was, that Christ was with him. He has survived an assassination attempt. People hated him. They tried to kill him. But he went on, didn't he? He didn't lock himself up in his papal apartments and say, I'm done. He went on. And even through the, the, the Parkinson's disease that he had, we saw that at the end of his life, how terrible that was. But he went on, not because he was stubborn, maybe there was a little of that, but because he was not afraid. He knew God, and God would never destroy his soul. He knew God, and he knew that he was more valuable than those sparrows that Jesus talked about in the gospel, where the Father had counted every little hair, every little feather that those sparrows had. He knew. But he was more valuable than that. So when I look to him, I say, yeah, life is not always easy. Life is not going to be a bed of, of, of roses because there's going to be thorns that are part of that life. My life or your life. 
But it doesn't mean that we have to succumb to the, the thorns, succumb to the fear, succumb to what is opposing you. Like Jeremiah, he didn't either. He kept on saying the Word of God even though people didn't want to hear it because they knew of God in their hearts. So there's an example, a real-life human being who now is in, in eternity with God, whom I saw walking around in St. Peter's Square, who I saw in Denver and other places. I personally saw him. There he was. And he kept saying, be not afraid. Been there, done that, he probably could have said. Be not afraid. So, let's take this scripture. These are, these are tough scriptures, believe me. They're tough. Because they're so unbelievable. But let's take these scriptures to heart. Let's take an example like John Paul II to heart. Maybe you have somebody you know who's a great example of that too. Let's take that to heart as well. And rather than living by the fear, let's live by the grace that these people share with us. And let's live by the surety of the eternal and almighty God who says, I am with you. Be not afraid.